Happy Friday, and thanks for spending the week with us here at the Apollo 13 Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of probably the greatest space history movie ever made, the 1995 Ron Howard-directed feature, Apollo 13. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Chris Henry of the EAA Aviation Museum. And we are so close. This is so darned imminent. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's really exciting. Um, we're uh, we're watching uh, uh, Jim and his and his crew of rookies uh, getting ready. They look they all look a little nervous here in the first couple of seconds <laughs> as they hear the squeaking in the. I mean, the thing sounds like uh, it, what it reminded me of. Uh, the, the way this looked was uh, well. You you live up you live up north, Chris. You, you know when oh, yeah. that that first uh, that first cold snap that you get uh, in September or so. And the heater comes on. If you got hot water heat, you hear all the pipes just kind of knocking together. And oh yeah, and, yep. Um, the dog starts barking, that kind of stuff. And it's just <laughs> what? What was that? Noise? And uh, in this case, it's the, uh, uh, the the pumps, the fuel pumps, which are just topping off the last little bits of, uh, of liquid oxygen and liquid hydro, uh, liquid hydrogen, uh, because that stuff, well, the stuff we've seen spilling down the sides of the the Saturn V there, well, it's got to get <laughs> it's got to get replaced. So they're they're trying to jam every last little drop of uh, of liquid, uh, uh, normally gaseous fuel, into the uh, yeah, into the Saturn V. And, I was uh, always amazed at the fact of how fast the Saturn V drained fuel. Um, have you heard the swimming pool? Yeah. Um, reference. What was it again? It was. Um, it, it, was it a, a swimming pool in twenty seven seconds, like an Olympic? Yeah, like swimming an Olympic pool? size swimming pool of fuel. Yeah, yeah like twenty something seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I would just like to watch that. <laughs> like that'd be amazing. <laughs> um, I, I do love the picture. They they have that uh, that picture there of the five uh, F one engines hanging, uh, you know, in the just above the flame trench, and uh, you know it's all it's all about to start. And uh, you and I have both seen the size of these things, and, and just uh, oh yeah, trying to imagine. I mean that that thing could be the ceiling of a basketball arena you know i mean this is that that's how big it's just this gig, just gigantic arena underneath the saturn five and it's all getting ready to to start a lot of uh, a lot of noise and a lot of motion um it's uh you know those are the those are the five rocketdyne f1 engines uh they're uh they're, they're dangling high up in the air that that center engine that we're looking at their number uh the the number five that's going to uh, to start the the beginning of it all, and uh, the way they the, these things run on the simplest of fuels, the same fuel that uh, that Robert Goddard used. It's kerosene and liquid oxygen. Like liquid oxygen being the oxidizer and the you know something to burn is the is the kerosene, and uh, it's it's going to be uh, that all that that fuel and that oxidizer is going to be pushed out of there at the rate of uh, six thousand pounds of fuel per second, and. Wow. Uh, you know, there's like there's ten thousand different components in it, and uh, it, it's going to go on. And, and the, the, these engines are going to be used for uh, just a little under three minutes. I think it's like two fifty or so, somewhere around there. Two, two minutes fifty seconds. Um, and uh, you know that that fuel, uh, at least the uh, the liquid oxygen part, you, they, well, they both get pressurized right at about uh, uh, t minus twenty five twenty five seconds. They're they reach full uh, pressurization, so that's that's where we're at. We're about twenty five seconds to go, and um, you know all that. It it it's sitting there. It, the uh, you know you think about all that that freezing cold liquid oxygen getting getting ready to go, and the 
the condensation outside. I mean, if you've, you've been to Florida, you know what the uh, what the humidity is like there. So all that all that uh, that condensation outside is coming from the air. The, you know, it's it's cooling the very air around it. And uh, you know, the count keeps going. They they say they go for launch. Uh, they're down to uh, they're down to uh, fifteen seconds. The uh, the guidance goes from uh, what's being fed to them from from Goddard and from uh, from uh, Houston and the Cape. Uh, all that stuff goes internal. The the big uh, the big instrument unit that is surrounding the the top part of the S four B has all the data it's going to get, and will start doing its own calculations on how to steer the rocket there. So so we're at fifty you know at fifteen seconds. The uh, th that's when everything starts happening at once. I mean the the big the big tower arms uh, starting from top to bottom the uh, start moving far away from the ship because if you think about it that's you know that's the first thing that the Saturn V can hit it's, they've got to get everything as far away as they can but but really when it's steering out it's only going to be you know less than three feet away from the tower it's going to be uh, trying to steer that 363 foot tall rocket uh, out of the out of the way of the tower and uh, I, I can't imagine I mean the, the precision of that I mean it's like a watchmaking precision but it's 365, uh, 363 feet tall. Trying to trying to keep that measurement within within three feet. That's that's incredible. There's there's a uh, there's an error that comes up in here where the the countdown's going on where he's counting down ten nine eight seven six, and then he says ignition sequence start one. Actually, the ignition sequence um, as as anyone's listened to the recordings of Jack King uh, heard the the ignition sequence starts just. In between nine and eight, I think it's like eight point. I want to say eight point nine, but that, I may be wrong on that. It's, eight, it's like either eight point nine or eight point six. I can't remember. Right there, that that's when uh, that's when the start command was ignition initiated. That's when the ignition sequence started. And what what that ignition sequence uh, is that a lot of the other ones, uh, a, a lot of other uh, ships started with uh, like fuses. They had like basically big big electrically started fuses that would uh, would light up. And they would like the they would like the fuel. That's how that's how it worked on the redstones and things like that. But on this one, they used hypergolic fuel uh, to start the uh, uh, the turbo pumps. That the, the turbo pumps are actually smaller rocket engines, and the pumps when they start up, uh, they're they're little rocket engines that uh, that that run those. The, you know, th those are the uh, those are the swimming pool draining uh, 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 pumps, and they they start pumping the. Uh, the liquid oxygen and the kerosene in at six thousand pounds uh, per second, uh, but but they, that hypergolic fuel kicks it off, and then uh, when they first lit up, they the the first the, the, the center engine that the number five engine was the one that was ignited first, and then that uh, uh, that kind of started the sequence for the other the other two, and they they were run just like the way you'd put uh, lug nuts on a on a tire, you'd, you'd start with one and four on the opposite sides, and then you then they did two and three. Now this is all happening within milliseconds of each other, so they were they were all starting up. But that was just so that you didn't have a 363 foot uh, rocket falling over on its side because it's getting pushed. You know they couldn't light them left to right. They had a little. As you yeah, uh, as you know, you're talking it, about comparing that to lug nuts on a car, it reminds me of. Uh, the line from Airplane where it's like, flying a plane is like riding a bike. It's just a lot harder to put baseball cards in the spokes yeah. of the wheels. <laughs> exactly. <know>? Like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how much, you know, and I know that data is out there somewhere, but, you know, uh, I wonder how much horsepower we're talking 
I mean, I know we've talked about seven and a half million pounds of thrust, but you know, what is that as far as horsepower, like compared to your car, what do you, of this thing? Uh, like that I has to be a staggering I, I, amount. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a stunner. I mean, the and, and all this is happening like within seconds that it, uh, uh, you know, the, they're they're all firing up and, you know, the the, the engines all have to come come up within. Um, let me see. I'm just looking up at a, at a graph of it. Uh, the first engine. Uh, comes up into power at uh, minus 3.5 seconds, and the final engine is up to speed at minus 2.5 seconds. So that's within one second. They're all up and running, and they're full full power. Like you said, that seven and a half million, uh, seven and a half million pounds of thrust. What what that I is? Got, in? I got the answer. Okay, go ahead. Go I did ahead. a quick uh, Google search and ah. uh, 160 million horsepower. Wow! <laughs> wow! Insane. And it's all just kerosene and uh, and liquid oxygen just <laughs> blowing it out. Wow. Um, and while all that's going on, I mean, these are 1960s computers that are running, but they're all checking to see if everything operates okay. And uh, you know, so there's measurements going on to make sure that it it comes up that uh, you know it's burning 10 tons of fuel every second. So they have to check and make sure once it's all going, then uh, the first thing that the first thing that happens is that uh, uh, you know as that that top tower the crew tower moves out of the way but the the second stage umbilical is the is the next one to release then uh, that that triggered all the launch gantries so it started with the second stage umbilical and we see it in that long click 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 of uh, of uh, umbilicals moving away starting with the second stage and so that leaves you know the Saturn V is burning on its own power. And then the uh, the hold down arm finally releases as those breakaway bolts go, and uh, you know every, I always love watching those super high speed pictures where you're seeing them, you know all the all the hold downs busting loose and and the, the the sheets of ice falling down. I mean it's just I mean they 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 kind of they don't do it as slow here when you're watching it go because they're trying to show it in close to real time. But that uh, just just all those images, all that f- you know, the flames and the ice cold, be, you know, beyond ice cold, uh, merging there. It's just such a, a statement of power. Um, yeah, it looks like we're having uh, technical difficulties on our uh, communication program. So, uh, Chris, I think we'll just call it a weekend, all right? Yeah, that sounds good, and uh, <laughs> okay. we'll uh, try and regain uh, our signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, it'll be better next next week. But uh, check back with us. Uh, we will be. We'll be back with you on Monday. If uh, are you still with me, Chris? I'm still here. Oh, okay, amazing. Okay, that's it. It heard we decided to give up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Uh, for if you haven't listened to previous episodes, please check us out on the regular site Apollo13minute.com, Apollo13minute.com. Uh, you can also find us on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Uh, subscribe by uh, typing Apollo13minute in the search bar, and uh, you can click subscribe. And uh, you'll get it delivered hot and fresh every Monday through Friday. You know where to find us on uh, social media. You can find us at Twitter, Apollo 13 Minute, or on uh, Facebook at the Apollo uh, 13 Minute Mission Control. If you are in Denver this weekend, and this weekend being uh, 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 August the 18th, uh, 2018, uh, please visit me at the uh, Movies by Minutes uh, podcasting convention in Denver at the Bug Theater, where you can meet a bunch of different podcasters getting together who like talking about movies really slowly. So uh, uh, anyway, we will catch up with the uh, with the launch and hopefully uh, less glitchy than, uh, 
<laughs> than, than our little show. But uh, we'll see you here Monday. Looks like uh, we're coming up on Loss of Signal in about 30 seconds. So we will catch you here next week on the Apollo 13 Minute. Thank you.